Hello, this is Bill Lytell, Senior Pastor of Gospel Baptist Church on Wisdom for Your Walk. I hope these are helping you some. These are basically accumulation of uh, wisdom that God has allowed me to oh, put together over the 50, almost 50 years of ministry now uh, through Bible study and just looking at the Word of God, observation of nature. Some of these are more uh, biblically oriented, some are less, but they're all of them based on truth of the Bible. Proverbs 10.4 says, He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. Proverbs 12.24 says, The hand of the diligent shall bear rule, but the slothful shall be under tribute. What is the difference between a successful person and a highly successful person? I have lived long enough and been around enough folks as a pastor to meet many, many successful people. I've also met quite a few very or highly successful people in this world and in Christianity and living for Christ. Uh, I, I, have a, I have the gift kind of of observation. I notice things. And as through I've walked through the years, uh, there was a man in our church, Jim McCullum. Uh, he was 20-some uh, years older than I was at the time. And everything that man touched uh, turned to gold. We used to call him, that had to, we said he had the Midas touch. There was no doubt that he was successful in this world's business world uh, as a businessman. Uh, and just did very well. And I, I said, and you know, a lot of people, they do well, but they don't do very well. And not everybody can do very well. Not everybody can be at the top of the thing. But I just noticed the difference between a few of these folks that are highly successful and the folks that are just average or below successful. And one of the things is I found is this Proverbs 10.4. The difference between a slack hand and a diligent hand. The people who do well in pretty much whatever they do, whether it be go to school, learn a profession, uh, open a business, uh, do a bus ministry, uh, pastor a church, uh, almost anything they put their hand to do, uh, they, at least from looking outside in, I can tell you that one of the major differences is this thing called diligence. Diligence. They just do not allow anything to stop them. And very few things, if anything, to discourage them. It doesn't mean they don't get discouraged. But they rarely allow discouragement to stay with them very long. If they have a setback, they look at it like a learning experience. And things that go wrong are just steps to success. It is a form of an attitude, a character trait, no doubt, that they have just decided that if they feel something's right to do, uh, they're just going to do it or you're going to have to shoot them to stop them. Uh, Jim McCollum uh, was a bus captain for 40 years, uh, brought boys and girls into Sunday school, church, had many, many of them trust Christ their Savior, 
many adults trust Christ as Savior. He was a deacon of our church. He was the founder of Gospel Baptist Church also. He was uh, owned a gas station, a used car lot. Uh, he built some of the first uh, garage-type warehouses, uh, storage areas, as they call them today, when nobody else was doing it. He built them. People mocked him for it. Uh, he said, well, people have to have a place to put their stuff when they come to Florida because we don't have a lot. We don't have basements here in Florida. And what he was ahead of his time on that, I can tell you. But he was just, in everything he touched, he did well. Why? He was diligent. He was not slack-handed. Sometimes a slack-hand is due to an emotional attitude of defeatism. They seem like they get so discouraged over maybe resistance or criticism or something going wrong that they just, oh, they lose all their energy and they throw their hands up and say, well, maybe God wasn't for that. Uh, one thing I've noticed about the diligent, when they set their heart on something, believe it's right to do, uh, you're not going to, and they're not going to try to second guess God. I highly, I highly uh, discourage you to second guessing God. The Bible says double-minded mind, uh, double-minded man, excuse me, is unstable in all his ways. And you just, you start second guessing God on all of that. Well, is he for it? I thought he was for it. He's not for it. And you're double-minded. The Bible says, let not that man think you should receive anything from the Lord. And so there's a, God's against double-mindedness. I hate to say this, but in the book of Revelation, the churches, Laodicea, he says, I'd rather have you to be hot or cold, but if you're lukewarm, double-minded, uh, I want to spew you out of my mouth. The word spew means to regurgitate, very a graphic word. You literally, as a double-minded person, on again, off again, hot, cold, make God sick. That's what he's saying there. And it's consistent all through the Bible. God wants you to do the things of, of God and everything you do with all your with all your might, with all your soul, with all your strength. Love the Lord thy God. Love your neighbors yourself. Whatever you set your hand to do, do it with all your might. Be diligent in what you do. Uh, and it'll just make, a, it makes up for talent. I've seen highly talented people fail or not do well. I've seen very skilled people fail and not do well because their mind and attitude defeated them. It took their uh, holy helium, as you want to call it. It took their energy away from them. They were looking around so much at circumstances, trying to read, is God for this? Is he not for this? Is he for this? Is he not for? Is this right? Brother, find out something that's right to do and do it with all your might. Put your hand to the plow and don't look back. That's what Jesus said. He says, look, you're going to be double-minded on this thing. You're going nowhere. And that's true in life. It's not just true as being a Christian and the things of God. It's true as being a plumber, electrician, carpet layer, builder, contractor, uh, name some, doctor, lawyer. Uh, you'll never do very well at anything if you don't have the sense of diligence. The hand of the diligent maketh rich. That's what the Bible said. The hand of the diligent shall bear rule. They rise up to rule. They rise up and the, maybe 2,500 people higher in at Walmart, but only a handful of them rise up to management. Why do those handful rise up to management? They're diligent. The, 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 the people looking sense that they have an, an all or nothing, 100% do or die, we're getting the job done attitude of diligence, the go-getter, 
uh, get her done. We're going to do it. Now, folks, I'm saying this to you because I believe you can choose to be this way. I do understand some of it may be naturally given to people by personality, you know, A-plus personality, aggressive personalities, and that kind of thing. But I'm not talking about aggressive personality, and I'm not talking about a, ta a talent. I'm talking about choices you make. God will help you in your choices. I, I put your hand to the plow that God gave you. Find out a plow that God wants you to do. Find out a job, an occupation, a ministry. The job wants you, that God wants you to do, then put your hand on that plow. And brother, don't you let anything discourage you. Don't you let it, I mean, it may discourage you. You may go home and cry, shake it off, jump up the next morning and go at it. Uh, I know in the ministry, I've been now uh, here to gospel for 40 years. I've had every kind of discouragement you can imagine. I've had people come to my office, tell me that they thought I would be out of the ministry. They thought I was hurting the church. They thought I was the devil. <laughs> they thought... I was damaging people, that I was sending children to hell. I mean, I imagine people accusing. All my life, as a pastor, I've tried to get people to go to heaven. I want everybody that's sailing with me to go to heaven, as Paul did. Uh, but yet, they, they, they get crazy, man. They come across, and they read every kind of thing, and I don't like your humor. I don't like the way you dress. I don't like the way you do your hair. I don't like the way you talk. I don't like your voice sounds nasally. You, your pronunciations are bad. Your grammar's not all what it should be. And brother, you're going to get every fiery dart of the wicked one thrown at you. You better just lift up the shield of faith, have on the breastplate of righteousness, and just say, by the grace of God, I am what I am. That's what Paul said, isn't it? I just am what I am by the grace of God, and I'm going to be better because God's grace is going to make me better because I'm going to submit myself I'm going to put my hands on the plow. I'm not going to look back. I'm not going to be double-minded. And I'm going to give it everything I got. I may fail, but it won't be because I wasn't with the program. I hope this helps you. The difference between a successful or moderately successful and very and highly successful, I believe, is this thing called diligence, where they understand what it is to be single-minded and literally undiscourageable. May God help you. Wisdom for your walk. Bill Lytell, Gospel Baptist Church.